Welcome to To Inspire. I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today is a very, very special day because not only do we have a special person, Carissa Atkins, but she's a very good friend of mine, and she is a master coach in health, life, and fitness. She's a two-time best-selling author, and she is the TV host of Beyond the Reps with To Inspire.tv and Boss Up Babes with Motivation Success TV and co-host with Living Real with Claire and Carissa. Welcome, Carissa, to the show. I'm so excited to have you. What's up, Dennis? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So I let's just get right into it because obviously we're good friends, but let's tell everybody else a little bit about your story, your background, and what really excites you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We've got an hour or two, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there can always be a part two. Don't worry about that. I'm yeah, sure there will be, in fact. Well, first off, thank you for having me. It really is an honor to be able to share my story and my, you know, my motivation and my energy and my passion with everyone. So uh, what's up, you guys? Um, like many women, though, I wear so many hats. I'm a working mama. I'm a military spouse. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. You guys just heard, right? I'm a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm an author. You name it. I've done it. I've been out there. And uh, the most important role that really honestly means the most to me is that I am a champion for women's health, okay? It's my mission, it's my purpose in life to literally help babes boss up to the next level of success in their life, their health, their businesses. Like I am just all about female empowerment and, uh, and that's who I am. And I think if you look me up, uh, you'll find that. But I will say, Dennis, um, I haven't always been like that. Um, like everyone, everyone has a story. We've yeah. all, I believe, struggled. We've all went through some tough stuff. And 11 years ago, I was in a pretty dark space in my life, I'll be honest. Um, I was struggling finding happiness and balance and self-love. And my weight got out of control because of it all. Like I hated the way I looked, the reflection in the mirror disgusted me. Every thought of someone touching me or a camera shot on me, I was just like trying to hide. I played small in every, every way, every way possible, right? As a mom, I just wanted to fit in with all the other moms and I just didn't even wanna be noticed. And I was very depressed on some medications for it, living in Germany with my family at the time. And, uh, and everything else in my life was suffering because I was suffering, because I wasn't happy with who I was and what I looked like. And, and you know, just my life in general was kind of tough at that time. And in 2011, I was weighing in at 213 pounds and feeling pretty miserable, you know, yeah. playing that victim. I was the biggest excuse maker out there. I played the star role in the victim story like nobody's business, but I hit a rock bottom moment. In fact, it was so huge for me um, that it led me to a very, very big epiphany um, the very next day. So if it's cool with you, I would love to just kind of tell you about that rock bottom moment. Absolutely. I was going to ask you what the rock bottom moment was because so many people have to hit that first. So, um, yeah. but I do. And then I want to go back to the whole fact of you playing small and not being happy. And the Carissa, I know, I don't, I don't even know, like, 
obviously they because i'm big on reinvention so we'll get more into that too but yeah tell me ro about rock bottom and where it went Ooh. rock bottom right we've we've all been there if you haven't you're gonna hit it i'm sorry it's just like it's true um, for you but uh in 2011 like i said um i was weighing in the most heaviest i've ever been and i was sitting in a doctor's office in fact i was at a doctor's office appointment for my daughter it wasn't even for me my daughter's playing there on the floor and the doctor looked at me square in the eye and she said, Carissa, you're five foot tall, you're 213 pounds, you're considered obese. She used the O word on me. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my God, right? Yeah. Like that was a punch straight to the gut. I was embarrassed, I was sad, I was like angry. I was like, who is this woman to be so brutally honest with me? Like, I was like, I'm not even here for me. Why are we talking about me? Yeah, about me. yeah don't do that. <laughs> she said, she, she followed it up with, you know, that little girl, she needs you. And if you don't change your lifestyle today, you might not be around for her in 10 years from now. And that was the moment I was just like, I picked my you know, job off the table and I was still in shock. I was fighting the tears like nobody's business. I picked up my daughter like she was two at the time. I like football carried her out of there, grabbed my diaper bag, everything that I could get as quick as I could. And I just started bawling, right? The whole way home in the car, I had one of those like two-way yelling matches with yourself. Have you ever yeah. had one of those? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was me. My little two-year-old's like staring at me like, what is going on, mommy? The devil on one sh shoulder, the angel on the other yelling. Everything. At every, it was like, how dare her? <laughs> All these things like, oh, you're not fat. Like just telling yourself like what I needed to hear at the time. Went home, smoked probably about a pack of cigarettes that, that afternoon, drank two bottles of wine, cried myself to sleep. And, and I prayed that I would just wake up not feeling this bad again. And that was a rock bottom moment that yes, it changed my life, but it, I wasn't even prepared for the next moment. So uh, the next day I get up, I feel just as crappy. I'll be honest, when you have a rock bottom moment, uh, you don't go back to normal that quickly. <laughs> And, uh, and so and I, two I bottles of wine didn't help. I'm sure. Well, you know, that was my norm. That was my norm. We were in Germany for goodness sakes. We, oh yeah. We, we drank wine. We Food, smoked wine. Yep. <laughs> that was just my life. I was the ultimate unhealthiest woman out there. Uh, but, but no, seriously, the next day, right. I walked my son to the bus stop. Stopped by my friend Jamie's house, drank a, a whole pot of coffee, cried pretty much. was like, mm, my life sucks, blah, 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 right? And I got home and I sat on the couch and I looked over at a picture of my mom. And for the first time in my entire life, I saw myself as her. And this time, not as a boss, babe, not as a mama out doing her thing, like building businesses. I, I didn't. I didn't see that mom. Instead, I saw 320 pound mom. I saw my obese mom that I've never not seen her thin a day in my life. You know, I saw her cancer. I saw me cleaning up after her cancer, her diabetes. She had just came to visit. Um, we went to Paris and she couldn't even walk more than three blocks before we had to sit down and take a break. And that was the moment, that was the epiphany, the slap across the face that I was like, holy crap, right? Like that doctor was right. And yeah. if I wanna be around for my daughter, I better do something. Like I gotta stop this crap and just boss up. And, and that's what I did. And that wake up call led to the epiphany, uh, you know, on the couch, it's something, it sparked something 
so deep down inside me that I used it to help motivate me and push me through the workouts, through eating clean, through just eating less, you know, for goodness sakes, but it pushed me and it still continues to push me every single day. So, uh, yeah, that is, that's led me that one, why that motivation, that spark, right. It led me to close to a hundred pound weight loss, you guys. And more importantly, cause it's not about the weight. It is not. Cause I chased the scale and that number for so long and I still wasn't happy, but it led me to feeling unstoppable. Right. Yes. And that is what you cannot put a price tag on people is feeling amazing. And you know what? You get that feeling the minute you talk to you too. Like the first time we ever talked, I was like, yes, yes, she's got it. She's got to figure it out for sure. And that's, that is um, making sure your why is big enough is so awesome. The epiphany, epiphany of just like thinking that way. I've always, it's just so amazing finding your why and searching whatever it may be to make sure it's big enough. That's awesome. Reinventing yourself. You know, I, I love that you, really essentially talk about that portion because so many people you have to it has to it, change hurts yes but you know what the other route it's not it's not looking good at the end of that tunnel so oh good for you that's awesome it and that. it hurt i hate like it hurt my relationship right like i don't know if you've ever been overweight but i was like don't touch me i don't feel sexy like sex was got relationships were hurting you know the yeah. lack of confidence the not having the memories with the kids at the pool because i was like i don't want to be in a swimsuit like it isn't cool to be big back then, you know, like yeah. I, I didn't want to be seen and not to mention the long-term effects that that's what reality kind of slapped me with. But you have to, yeah, you have to find that why that is willing to like, like erase all the excuses that are going to come up in your head. And I, I love what you mentioned there because it's about what you feel comfortable with so like even with my the, the biggest i've been whenever i've been overweight and it's never been crazy but if i don't feel comfortable in my skin i hate taking my shirt off and, and going swimming and things like that having your shirt off at the at the side of the pool and you know probably half the people don't even notice you know or more probably nobody really cares but it's in your head like you're like oh oh geez i can't do that because you know what you could possibly look like and what you've done and what you could be at so i totally get that and i can relate to that 110 percent so um i totally i totally get it and good for you and anybody can check out we try to share our stories as much as possible. Check out our Instagram. And uh, what's your what's your Instagram too, Carissa? Is it? Yeah, it's 365.daily.hustle. Okay. And we'll, we'll mention that again at the end of the show. But I mean, you're constantly, your workouts, I mean, hopefully one of these, you know, on your show, hopefully some of those things will be coming out. And uh, if not, check her out on Instagram because it's awesome. So um, make, she's trying to make me work out harder. So... <laughs> I got to keep up with that energy level. So what is, what does, all right, you're big about this. So tell me about it. What does boss up mean to you? <laughs> bossing up takes courage, right? It takes intentional choices, but bossing up is just doing anything that scares the living crap out of you. Oh my gosh. Right? Like yeah. uh, bossing up is that moment you're like, should I, or should I not? Right. And, and it's our job. It's our responsibility in life to boss up. We can either choose to stay stuck, 
And hey, that's your choice, right? But the alternative is to boss up and become the best version of you, whether that's health, whether that's life, business, it doesn't matter. The choice is yours. So bossing up on any, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, you can relate to that, right? Like taking the steps, taking courageous steps to get to where you want to go is huge. In fact, it's now one of those fun things where I'm like, so it's kind of scary. And I'm like, okay, do it. Right. Like that's the cue. That's that you're on edge. And yes. yeah, then, then I'm like, okay, just jump. Like you'll, you'll be caught. It's okay. Cool. You've already like hit every rock bottom moment. So can't get any worse. That's, you know, that's awesome. So I always do that in meetings too. And, and whenever I'm coaching somebody or even in group meetings, I'm always like, what have you done this week that gets you out of your comfort zone? Mm. Because if it's nothing, that means you're staying in it the same person as you were. I, that's dying. Your business is dying. If you're not trying to grow, man, like yeah. if you're not growing, you're dying. That's true in every aspect. Yes, I, I completely agree. So tell me a little bit about the biggest challenges about losing weight and, and getting healthy. Tell me a little bit about that. Besides the obvious, right, is yourself. Um, yeah. you, you always will get in your own way. But I think the biggest thing was that, you know, my expectations at first um, was like, I was like, oh, you know, I can lose a lot of weight and it won't take me long. And uh, lo and behold, and I could have, I could have probably lost that 90 pounds a lot faster than three years. But what I realized and what stuck out in my head was she said lifestyle. So that told me I can't get on a diet, right? Well, I could, but I don't want to because, oh my God, I love food. Like who doesn't want to like eat food? Um, and, uh, and, and, and I was like, okay, lifestyle. So that means I can't go like balls to the walls with my work. Like I have to find, you know, something that I like to do a lot so that I can do it forever, right? That's right. kind of where I was at the time. Um, you know, so I was like lifestyle, lifestyle, sustainable. That's all I was thinking about. So I started with two habits. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to read. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to like, Bleh. no, I could have. And I think that that's where people get stuck. But instead I thought, what are the biggest, like, what are the needle movers for me? And that is, I need to move my body. Like yeah. the couch and a bus stop are like not enough, clearly. Um, and then I needed to eat less. I was shoving so much food down my throat to numb out the pain of like hating myself and a lot of past trauma that I hadn't even realized was still in me. Um, and I was just numbing it out. And, um, and so I was like, Carissa, you're just going to work on eating less, less three plates to one. That's all you need. Yeah. And then when I mastered the one plate, right, then it was like, okay, now what is clean eating look like and so uh and at that time again i knew nothing i was like yeah. okay tuna chicken and salad that's clean right and some saltines maybe uh but that wasn't fun so i had to start educating myself because i had 800 bucks that i was keeping my family alive on i mean we were staff sergeants don't make a lot of money overseas i wasn't working for the first time so uh yeah i don't know to, to answer that it's it's not expecting to to get the results so fast i always tell my clients your body's not amazon don't expect that in two days it ain't gonna happen and if you're looking for that i'm not the coach for you because i'm not going to teach you quick fixes there's no fairy dust there's no magic pill uh to get to this level of unstoppableness you've got to go through the journey right fail through and uh, and become it's it's more about who you become in that process and i have fallen in love with taking care of myself and the consistency, the consistency, yeah. it's all about the consistency. There's always days where 
like I have a specific, you know, I, I try to do my lifting and like some type of either hit training or whatever it may be, or, you know, once a week or twice a week, I do some, a little bit of cardio on top of hit training instead. Mm -hmm. But, you know, on days that I don't get one of those in, it's still being consistent. So maybe I only get a lift in and maybe it's not as long as usual, but it's still being consistent. It's always, um, you know, always awesome to me as far as that goes. And what, let me ask you this on, I'm big on mindset and reprogramming your mind. So Tell me about this because your clients who want the quick fix, obviously, you know, that's, that's where one of the, the, the anecdotes for failure, but like with you, how was it with having 91% of your thoughts constantly replaying in your head? What was reprogramming your mindset? Like, was that really hard or was it something that it hit you so hard thinking about your mom and everything that it was just like, no, boom, like stubbornness kicked in. Because like, I'm thankful for my stubbornness sometimes, but you know, I just want to hear like for our, for our viewers. I just had such clarity and I'll be honest, the, the, <laughs> I didn't realize at the time, but like now as a coach, I teach my clients to like build anchors around their life that like motivates them. And, and of course now I live in like this positive light, but back then I was in the dark, right? Remember I'm, I'm like, like, Oh, I hate life right now. And this, like every workout I was like, this sucks eating, stopping food, like stopping myself. But I motivated myself with putting pictures of very large women like on pantry doors and cupboard doors and was it healthy no but at the time had you had i put a picture of some fitness barbie on the pantry i would have been like that's not even possible i didn't even believe that it was possible yet yes. you know and so instead what i could imagine myself was another 80 90 pounds heavier right and so i wanted i was like Anytime that I wanted something that, you know, the cravings, um, I had to kind of create that discipline by having that such an ugly image of what I didn't want to see. And, and then every day, you know, I set up accountability with my mom. She'd be like, Hey, Carissa, how's the workout? Like she was my why. And I was so purposeful with making sure that she was like that accountability for me. Yes. Um, because Hey, hello. Right. She's like, Hey, I threw up today again. And I'm like, yep, this is the reason why, you know, like all those things. So I don't think the mindset really, the pro, the reprogramming came um, uh, until a couple of years later, but looking back now, it was definitely, there was definitely stuff happening, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to even like mindset 11 years ago. I've been like, right over my head. Like, what is sure. that? <laughs> but really? It was happening. That's what I love. Yeah. And I love about your authenticity because putting up those pictures of the obese women and whatever. And I, I would have to say, thank you for sharing that. Because one thing that I'm always big on is like, you know, that's the problem with some of our training courses that are out there. You have to decide what works for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I've written books on keto. I've written, I have a book coming out on intermittent fasting, all these things. But the point is, is what I'm saying is just like you, if you would have, you know, some people say with their vision board, they're going to put, you know, this Barbie look, uh, looking person up there who's in great shape you're the opposite and that worked for you. So that's, I think that's awesome because people think that, oh, I'm going to do exactly this and I'll get the exact same results, yeah. but it may not work for you. You know what I mean? You, if oh, you true. haven't seen somebody go through health issues, you got to figure out another way to get to that point. So I, that's, that's what I love about your authenticity and, and part of us, our friendship. And that's actually one thing I want to kind of talk about too, having an accountability partner and whatnot. What, do you, what is it like now? Because I, I surround myself and I am so blessed to have people in my life like you who, you know, it's such a positive, it's so easy to focus on the right things and focus on success, nutrition, all these things. When you have this amazing group, it really is the five people you hang out with. I mean, it is, yes. you have this amazing group who, 
oh, somebody else is working on Sundays, da, 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 you know? Yes. And so um, what is, did, did your, did you notice that that changed or for, throughout that, as far as um, your, your average people, I would say that you hang out with? Um, yeah, my tribe is, have definitely shifted over the years, okay. you know? Um, when I first started, we were spouses and we all complained about, you know, our bodies and like how we hated certain things. Like it was all just negative, which is, sure. I think what a lot of America, like it's just, we're focused and trying to find the, find the negatives. Um, where now that's like, I don't even put up with that crap, right? My energy that you feel, my vibe, like that is, that is the five or 10, 20 people that I hang out with. In fact, if you say anything negative on my face, like anything like that, right? Negative hate. I'm like, bye-bye, right? It's my own life. So I think the biggest thing with, with staying motivated, keeping motivated is that you have to be willing to let some of those people's, you know, the friendships, right? The toxic relationships online, anything that is going to drag you down. That'd yeah. be like me trying to like, you know, lose weight and then just opening like five bags of Doritos right in front of me. Like, I'd be like, oh my God, I really like, hello, the discipline is not um, set up yet. You know, the con you're just still trying to be consistent. So yeah. there's no discipline and therefore, you know, your environment have to change and then the environment has to be, you know, the actual, like your pantry, your, your fridge, your freezer so get rid of the ice creams you guys but um so stuff like that but so does your friends and it's not that you have to ditch them it's you have to set them aside and find people that are you know that you can go on this journey with um you know if you want to be rich right you got to hang out with rich people and yeah. I'm, I'm like i gotta i gotta get there yeah. uh, and i'm gonna get there but yeah i'm like quit hanging around with the people who have no problem driving through McDonald's at two in the morning, you know, they don't value, you know, and respect their body enough and, uh, and it's going to be hard for you. So, right. you know, you got to get to ditch that stuff. Well, what do you think the, what do you think people are missing when it comes to losing weight? A plan. Okay. Um, you know, I think a sustainable plan. Um, I think the mindset of I've got to do it all. I'm a huge believer in 1%, right? One thing, let's master one habit and then move on to the next. 1% better every single day. Um, but I think it, it, besides accountability, everyone in my opinion needs accountability. Even boss babes like me have coaches and accountability partners because if we wanna get to where we wanna go, we need someone kind of pushing us and challenging us. But it's the plan, right? How you, you don't just go to work and hope to God that your board meeting goes as, as planned if you have no agenda, you know, it's like a free for all. So so, you know, if you go to the gym, have a plan before you walk into the gym. If you want to eat cleaner next week, have a plan for the meals you're going to eat. Um, it's all comes down to a plan. Every single woman that I ask, you know, what do you think you need? And they're like, if I just had a plan and I'm like, yeah, I know. Right. It'll save your life. So get yourself a plan. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, obviously, um, that's one of the things we're talking about with our, our different programs and all the things out there is put a plan together, stick to it, no matter what the plan is. I say that with all sorts of programs that there are out there. I love, I love that. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. what does health have to do with business? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love this question because it, 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 people are always like, wait a minute. So you're in financials, but then you're in motivation and you have a health company. Yes. 
gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you have any business, um, you know, executives, CEOs, entrepreneurs that I've seen have run themselves into the ground? Their businesses have failed because they have too much stress, too much on their plate. Like they're not, you know, like they're, they're not even taking care of themselves. They're just too busy doing and jobbing it. And, uh, and that all catches up with them and they have a heart attack, like all these things. I'm like, now what do you have? You have nothing without your health. In my opinion, I've been there, right? Yes. Like, I'm like, I've had almost nothing. Uh, and I've felt the big, you know, the big impacts by losing people that you love because of their health. Um, so it, that's a funny question because a lot of people, you know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to people. I'm like, hey, do you need a motivational keynote speaker for your event? And they're like, oh, this is an entrepreneurial thing. We talk business. I'm like, health has everything to do with that business. I'm telling you, you yes. need to be fit mentally, physically, emotionally to run a business. And, uh, and your people need to hear my message. And then they're like, okay, well, send me, send me what you got. I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, so yeah, I would not be here today um, living my dream had I not taken care of my health like every single day. It's a priority. I, I love that so, so much. I have, a, I have a client who also has been a coworker for many years. She's not a coworker now, but he's inherited millions, I mean, of land and this, and, and he just looks 15 years minimum older than he should. His health is horrible. He's in his fifties. And I mean, he has, he does, he works for fun. I mean, he still does, but he, I'm like, you have everything else right. Like you could literally get up, you could have a chef prepare the most amazing breakfast in which in, before or after your workout or in between, if you wanted, do a three hour workout, you could have all the equipment. I'm just like, no please do it right. And so it's just with you saying that, it's just, uh, it's, it, it is everything to do with business. You can't ignore that portion, just like you can't ignore those portions in a lot of your life. So tell me, okay. Um, why do they call you the habit queen? Well, uh, it's because I help women. Most importantly, you know, you have coaches and life and fitness, personal trainer, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to make it a habit. And that's what I really pride myself on. I really work with my women to shift their habits, to create their habits, to ditch old habits that don't serve them. Sure. Um, everything I believe that we do from the day we, from the minute we wake up to the day we, you know, lay our head down at night, it's habitual, it's behavioral, uh, whether we think it or not, and we know it or not, our thoughts, our patterns, you know, um, so at the end of the day, I got that nickname from a client about two years ago. She's like, you're like the queen of habits. You help me shift like six habits. And I'm like, oh, I like that. You know, I like that crown. I should wear that. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. Having queen it is. Uh, and, it, and it's stuck. I've, I've heard queen a reframe because I'm always like, well, what's the positive in this? Like, there's got to be something. But yeah. queen of habits is the one that kind of sticks with my clients. I love that. What are, well, what are some of your daily habits, routines, and rituals that, um, you know, that you do? Well, I think the biggest shocker for most people is, um, is, is obviously my workout. I'm up every day at 345, um, unless it's Saturday and Sunday, and then it's 545. Like that's sleeping in for me, but 345, I like every, like I'm kind of robotic and it's scary yeah. in a sense, but it gives me freedom. If that yeah. makes right structure gives you freedom back and um and so i'm up at 345 i'm at the gym by 415 i'm making my social media posts drinking my pre-work like it's all lined up to for my perfect day i'm home by six i get my daughter up uh i'm out of the shower by 6 30 like everything is so routine in my life um so that's a fun one because people are always like well 
geez, you know, if you get up at three, four, five, like what time? I'm like, yeah, I'm in bed by seven o'clock, right? Like I'm powering down by seven. That's a whole new routine. But I think if there's, there's an, a couple of other fun habits and routines I want to talk about. So every day at 8 a.m., before I start my work day, I get, you know, I get home from taking my daughter to school. I don't even touch the computers in here, but I sit in my chair behind me and I read and I meditate and I call it my spiritual power hour. And it's journaling, it's thinking time, it's filling in my I want journal, you know, I don't care if it's a sandwich or 20k today, like, I am filling it in and it's consistent, right? It's manifesting the things that I want, it's setting my intentions for the day. Because I'm like, I'm a boss, like I have to show up with energy and passion if I don't take care of my spiritual needs to like, forget it all. Fill up that cup. I love it. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like that's a fun hour. Every the the last thing I do at the end of my work day is I go to my whiteboard to the right of me here and I write a couple of things. My they're called my heck yes wins. Um and it literally it says heck yes. And I will just put anything that made me smile, like that lit my fire. Like when I met you, it was like Dennis, heck yes, right? And a new Love client, it. heck yes, new book, heck yes anything even from i didn't spill coffee on my way up the stairs trying to juggle like everything in my arms heck yes right so it's just it's it's that way of training my brain to find the positive and then i take oh it a next God, step further you. at dinner and we talk about our heck yes wins my daughter's like heck yes mom i got an a today and i'm like heck yes right so, i love this I, I drink the dang kool-aid i preach if you <laughs> look right over here is my victory journal so yeah. that goes with my positive edge. That's it's all about self-esteem and all your wins for the day. And they can be a, a little win or they can be a big win. It's about getting your life positive. Oh my gosh, I've never heard anybody else just say it. That's perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to see. I am so beyond excited to see where you're gonna be in five years. I cannot like I obviously don't want just the five years to pass, but yeah. I mean it's just you are just blowing up. You have everything, everything right. Uh, we only have a little bit um, left. So tell me what is next for the Boss Up Babe? Well, I think you guys heard it before. Uh, we're taking my voice, my power, you know, and we are turning that into TV. And I'm so excited, honestly, Between the Reps is going to be off the chain. Uh, Living Real with Claire and myself is going to be fire. I mean, I'm just so excited for where we're going, right? The book, the the TV shows. Um, and, and so that's where, that's where I'm going next. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. With, I, again, I am so excited that your energy, all of your practices, um, we know there's going to be a part two to this show and we're going to be working <laughs> together for so, so much more. Make sure you check out Carissa. Carissa, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah. Best way website. It's my storyboard 365dailyhustle.com. 365dailyhustle.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. I'm there. You come and find me, YouTube. Uh, My radio show goes live every other Tuesday. So everything though is on the website, 365dailyhustle.com. We love it. Thank you so much, Carissa, for being on the show. We really, really greatly appreciate it. And from Chris and I, we want everybody at home to live to inspire. Thank you.